Y'all, y'all AC in out there today? Well, no, I got I got an air filter in my office oh, okay. at Samson's in to keep like the smell of bird musk just <laughs> from permanently like settling on me in my apartment. The only bird musk smell I remember would be like the chip smell, the woody chip smell. Oh yeah, well, that's like a that's like a big bird, right? Like that's like a if you got if you got wood chips going on. Yeah, what is yours? Not the, Samson's pretty big though, right? Yeah, he's like the size of a drumstick, like a like yeah. a chicken drumstick. <laughs> If you inverted him, that's pretty much the bird. Yeah. Like a Cornish hen's drumstick. I thought yeah. about it. There'd be very little meat on him if I needed to eat him. But it, but If you had to eat him, yeah. If I had to eat him. I love that I love that, that you've had that thought where you're like, well, if I got caught in here, I'd have to start, you know, like whittling down the, the other things that eat food. Oh, I, eventually- I love my pets to death. I But I, I've looked at my trash dog, Archie, and like I can see... This sounds weird. I can see on his haunches where it would just look like chicken tenders. I'm like, oh, yeah, I would, I would eat that. Like, I would have to. <laughs> yeah. I, I got news for you, Chad. Yeah. Uh, if you were to suddenly pass, uh, Archie would eat you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know this. And that's why I don't feel as bad about, like, if I had to eat Archie, I would I would do it. Do you think our pets consider that? They're like, when I die, this thing will eat. Like, they think that we're going <laughs> to do that when they die. Maybe that's why dogs, like, go and hide when they die. They, like, go away. They're like, don't fucking don't eat me. Don't eat me. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know how pets view, like, humans. Like, I still don't know if, like, my dog thinks I'm just a weird dog. Like, just like a dog that <laughs> yeah. that that sometimes can walk on back legs and moves around like him. I don't know. It's really hard to process. I, I've read that, that dogs know the difference. They're, they know that, that you're a, a superior being to them. That's what they think, that you're a superior being to them. But cats definitely think that uh humans are giant cats but but their interactions with us are such a weird limit i i always wonder like 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 lions every time they see a human they're screaming so they just think that humans are always screaming Uh uh-huh like that's their only interaction with with humans they think they're just a terrified person like all the time Uh uh-huh yeah Things like that, like they're they're. I wonder. I wonder if I wonder if uh, lions have interacted with humans enough to the point where they've gone to understand them entirely. I mean, I mean, I imagine they just look at humans and go, "Must kill." Yes, yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> they're trying to murder me. This thing is definitely going to murder me if I don't. It's the it's the eating thing, but on a grander scale with them. Like I think we, I think cats are pretty intelligent, but like dogs. Um, uh, we I think we project a lot on dogs. We're like, oh, the dog's so smart. But if a dog gets like tied up around a tree, it doesn't know how to get untied. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think they're, they're they're more following instinct. I feel like in terms of domesticated animals, birds are way smarter. Like, like birds are the smartest. Yeah, yeah. like like crows, man. Crowmen. Crows are scary smart. Like, have you seen that video of crows solving that? Uh, like water displacement math puzzle. equation. <laughs> well, math equation, which is a great episode of China, Illinois. But like, there's that there's that video of a uh, crows. Where they have like, oh, the treat they want is in this like tube with a little bit of water in it, and the crows have to figure out that if they take this pile of rocks nearby and put it in the water, it'll displace the water and like let them get into it. That's terrifying. And and yeah, I, dude. I was watching the puzzle and going like, they're solving this faster than I did. Like they're figuring it out, and I hadn't even thought about doing that yet. It's like a Legend of Zelda puzzle, and they figured it out um, first. They uh they hold funerals, man. I've heard that. I, I still don't know what that means, though. Like, where they just like hang out around a dead crow? Them and elephants. Yeah, they hang out around a dead crow, and um, they uh, sci- like uh, studies uh, have concluded that they are trying to understand the way the crow died, so that they <gasps> can avoid. No way. Crow CSI. And, 
And then also crows can uh, recognize human faces and they remember which ones uh, were uh, threats. And uh, if, <laughs> so if you're mean to a crow, a crow will you remember your face. <laughs> a crow will, will get retribution on you if you're a fuck to it. Crows are fucking terrifying. Did you guys know that crows were the first sequel to Ravens? <laughs> the very first bird sequel. <laughs> they didn't know what to do, so they just made it again, but different. Yeah, they, but they made a ton of money. It's crazy that they ran out of ideas for birds eventually and had to just make cr- crows. <laughs> I don't know, like a little raven? Um, I don't know. Well, God had the paint for ravens still around. So he's like, I'll do... I'll just do something, I guess. I'll just make. Oh yeah, food. it was like it was like making cookies. Like someone was making cookies, and then they were like, "Oh, I got this little bit of dough left. I'll just make two tiny cookies." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I could, if I can pivot off for a second, especially when I want to talk about God creating ravens and crows. Yes. I just, I just yeah. want to share with you guys, and I know we're a big sports covering podcast, so it's not this crazy to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you guys watch any college basketball last night? That's the furthest from anything I'll ever watch of sports. I think, <laughs> guys. The cr- actually, I, college basketball is quite exciting. But I, I know, I know. But I just I, for me personally, I do not. Part, even, well, I would never one part of the fun of college basketball is seeing these people being turned into commodities by the school and not getting <laughs> yes. paid. For, yes, they're getting a full ride, but then like selling their jerseys for that. Like it's a, it's a fascinating game to watch. But right, I just I just read that Chip Kelly is getting ninety thousand dollars a week at UCLA. Is Chip what? Kelly like, the coach of UCLA? Well, he he coached the Ducks, and then he was he was uh, he went to the pros and uh, coached he was the Eagles. Eagles. He famously uh, sold off all of our good players before they fired him. <laughs> like a weird like burning where he, he got like, money came- for all the players. He's like, yeah, I'll take ten percent of that. He was he's the equivalent to like renting your house to a crazy person and like not knowing they're crazy at first, and then you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, he's crazy, and then you try to like a victim, <laughs> but real quick they like they like get their squatters rights and fuck everything up inside and then leave. <laughs> well, that'd be actually really interesting to like, let's say you knew you were getting fired and you almost had like good prospects at another program and you started to sell like, you know, trading your guys over. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, even though you can't do that in college, I guess, I guess that's illegal. But right. If you started moving your players over at a pro level, it's like, yeah, I'll just, they'll just be there when I get fired. And then you just like abandon ship. That actually be really smart. Right. That would be uh, smart. Well, the reason I brought up college basketball is the most fascinating thing happened. Last night, again, I know sports, real cool indoor kids podcast uh, talk about sports. But uh, last night, Minnesota played Alabama. I know so little about them. Other than that, late into the game, uh, everyone on Alabama's bench got uh, ejected from the game for, like, jumping into the court during a fight. Holy shit. What? So Alabama had uh, five players left to play the five that were on the court. For oh the rest of the game. How much game was what? left? Uh, at least like half the game, I believe. What? Holy crap. Uh, it's fascinating to watch. Then one of their players, and at that point, one of the players already had four fouls. And then they fouled, the fifth, then they got a fifth foul and fouled out. So then there was four V5. It was a game of four V5. What? And then the fourth player got fouled out. So near the end of the game, it was three V5. Did they just run circles around them? The craziest thing is Alabama started to catch up, and they lost by three points. And they had been down by, like, what? 20. Holy shit. Yeah, the, the second half of the game, early on, their entire team got ejected, and they started losing players. And, like, sports, the, the sports announcers were covering, like, it does say in Article 2 that 
A, a team can keep playing if they have less than five, as long as the refs think it's fair. Like it was crazy to watch. So you're I watching see like this. you're watching one team play defense where they already have also a bench. They can just swap out players whenever they need. But essentially, they're right. doing like, all right, you three guard him. Other two of us will just kind of stay here in the paint to make sure they don't get in here too far. Like it was the weirdest thing. And Holy shit, felt, that's crazy! And it felt like a Disney movie. It felt like some sort of like a plot that'd be ridiculous. In a Disney sports movie, right? But you're waiting like, man, we're down, we're down a guy. But wait, there's nothing in the rulebook that says our our pet ostrich can't play basketball. And yeah, then, good like, thing that good thing that crow remembers that the other team thing- fucked his family <laughs> over. He's and gonna he identify the other team. And then the crow <laughs> just like plays, but mostly by like pecking out the other players' eyes, and it yeah, allows them yeah. to win. It, it was a fascinating game of sports, <laughs> like. It's really weird, um, and more games I guess should have uh, times when the other team is just handicapped to a ridiculous level and still has to play. That's what hockey does. That's hockey does it all the time. Is that what the power play is? I always forget. Right? Yeah, you can have a five on three power play. It happens that, like pretty frequently. So that's because they get like they get fouled, right? I'm sorry, I'm really dumb at hockey. They, like, yeah, they no, get, no, no. Yeah, it's basically like a foul happens, and then they get they get penalized for a couple minutes. So, like, you could have very easily two guys cr- commit a foul very close together, and then they put two guys in the penalty box, and it's five on three. That's the most it'll ever be, is five okay, on three. Okay, so I want to pitch a new rule to fix sports. Let's let's hear it. All right, all sports can have this rule applied. I think it'll be fine. Either because your players are fouled out and you have, like, a power play situation, or you could just choose to take a player out of the field on any of these sports. In basketball, for example, if you take a guy off the court, now it's 4v5, that's fine, but if your team scores a point, it's now worth an extra point. Oh, that's cool. So, like, you could make it, like, 1v, 1v5, but if that one guy shoots a three-pointer, it's seven points. Like, you could do some crazy shit, and you just allow the teams to gamble how many players they have in the field. That's, that's the way that all-star games should be. Like, they should have crazy fun rules like that. Oh, like, like Mario so Party rules fun. where they hit a block and, like, things <laughs> things change. Yes. When yes. when Dom and I worked I, together, we had we had our our game, Ghost Man, which was a fake baseball game we made up, played on a ping-pong table and in a what? garage. <laughs> yeah. It's called Ghost it's Man? Called Ghost Man. I don't, we don't have, we do not have the time for us to go through the creation and the history and sure, the overall fine. legacy of Ghost Man. But it's a fake game we made up, but we would do an all-star game and we would also have uh, non-exhibition, or uh, sorry, exhibition games that were just like, were just there in the uh, off season. And we would do that, what Dom just said, which is have fun rules to either try out new rules or just to have fun for the all-star game. Okay. I like that's this. That's the way that's the way you that's the way you sports, right, Dom? That is the way you sports. Because it's like, hey man, this is all the people having fun. Do the rock and jack baseball where you have the baseball that's worth ten home runs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, like you you see like the NFL and all these other like they're like, oh God, we're in a lot of controversy. We need to bring in new people. Yeah, maybe bring in, you know, uh, the nerds and the geeks and the pop culture people with, like, some crazy ideas. Maybe have that the football has a bomb in it, and every ten minutes of real time, it explodes and turns like, full of paint. Nick came up with Nick came up with a new rule that was, uh, there are two balls in, one, in football, and one is a fake <laughs> ball. 
okay. That doesn't that doesn't count for points. So so you could play with the fake ball. You play you play both balls, and one guy runs with the fake ball, and you have to keep an eye on the real ball. But then he came. Then he took it too far and said, "What if they played?" half the game with the fake ball only to reveal later that it was the wrong the fake ball and they had to play another half of the game oh my god with the real ball oh so it's like multi-ball kind of in pinball yes it's crazy it's too crazy sure okay i could go with that or like well you you know who was really ahead of the game was vince mcmahon with the xfl you guys remember the xfl Somewhat. Yes. I didn't watch it. Did you what watch it? What a weird experiment that was clearly probably cost them hundreds of millions of dollars like what uh-huh. a cr- if you guys remember right, XFL, you guys might know even better because you were more wrestling boys. Like, the, they partnered with NBC, I think, and just made a new football league. And it was like the edgy league. It didn't make money. It couldn't go. Like, it it just didn't compete. Because, like, I think, what was it? If you won the game, the la- like, if you won the championship, then you won a bunch of money. And that's, like, the way it is in the Super Bowl. Like, if you're right. on a team that wins the Super Bowl, you get a big, uh, a big, paycheck like the, the, there's like a prize a cash prize um but uh uh yeah uh it was really uh high risk it just it, super I mean, high risk to just do like that. in today's today's standards of everything we know like we shouldn't be playing football we definitely shouldn't be ever doing the xfl ever again it like encouraged hits you can watch like the hardest hits on youtube of the xfl and they're horrible couldn't they like body slam in that like wasn't there something ridiculous thing it was basically like, uh... nfl blitz the tv show like it was just essentially that game but maybe uh-huh. yeah yeah remember like the cheerleaders had like more scanty outfits and only other thing i remember is that like clearly what the xfl was pushing as their big breakout star of the season was a guy whose name was he hate me that was, like yeah, his... that was the other thing. You could customize your jersey. So, like, like one that. guy's jersey just said, like, he hate me. And oh, my God. Like, really, is that his last name? I don't know. But, like, you, suddenly you know what? there was just eight teams. That's so crazy. It's, terif- it's, like, terrifying that they were destroying each other's bodies. But at least they were doing the – they weren't doing the no fun league, as people like to call the NFL, and they were letting them have some fun while they destroyed their bodies and, br- and brains for the rest of their lives. You mean, you mean Donald Trump, as he calls it, the no fun league? <laughs> Did he Does really he? call it the no I, I, I heard it before him, but fine. <laughs> Did he really call it that? Yeah, I, I think he. I think he. He just hates the NFL because they would never let him own a team. Yeah, so he like recently attacked them and was like, "Oh, they, you know, they don't let you." That that's when he first started the Colin Kaepernick stuff. He he went down. Uh, he went down to stump for Luther Strange, I believe who uh, did not make the ballot. And uh, in the middle of his speech of rambling on and on, as he does, he just started talking about the NFL and he goes, and, the, and, uh, and, and these guys, you can't hit anymore. You touch a guy. Well, that's a penalty or something like uh-huh. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he went, and then he went into hating Colin Kaepernick. So, uh, can I, can I just read you guys real quick before we move away from it? I'm looking at the wiki for XFL. Let's hear it. Uh, here are some of the team names. Because, again, they made eight teams in one season. So suddenly you just found yourself in a city with just a new NFL team to root for. Yeah. I believe at least two of these names are insensitive, in my opinion. Okay. They're not great. Yeah, yeah. If you remember these, I'm looking at it right now. They're not great. Uh, oh, boy. Orlando Rage. Uh-huh. Okay. okay, fine. Chicago Enforcers. Okay. New New York slash New Jersey Hitmen. Hit that, that's rough. You're getting rough there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birmingham Thunderbolts. Weird to put it in Birmingham, but that's cool. Uh, Los Angeles Extreme. Okay, and it's spelled expelled with an X. Sure. Extreme. Sure. 
San Francisco Demons. Cool. The Demons. That's cool. The Demons. Uh, and, uh, I guess we're moving towards like all the liberals in San Francisco. The Demons. Oh, um, it, so it's, no, it is derogatory. They found a way to make Demons <laughs> be derogatory. Uh, Memphis Maniacs, but spelled M-A-N-I-A-X. What? You should have, it should have been Maniacs with an A-X-E and it should have oh, been the N-A-X. Oh, that Yeah. You should be running these leagues, Paul. And then the Las Vegas Outlaws. Okay. Not yeah, yeah, the New Jersey hitmen. Okay, ma- not so maybe it was great. just the hitmen. But the hitmen is offensive. You should not. That should not be a <laughs> It's offensive because it's New Jersey, New York hitmen. It's like, yo, don't be uh the, the mob making yeah. any mob stereotypes here just because a bunch of ITALs live in New Jersey <laughs> right. and uh New York. But if the XL had gone like had gone full I imagine at some point that's what that would have been the route of the XFL, right? They would have like added stories to it where it would have been like and in this game anyone who touches the football dies right and then like that would be the plot of that like they would have a genie that curses the football oh man you're making this so much cooler than it probably was <laughs> right no i'm saying that's what you would have done eventually you're really making and the- then you would have had like a fun game you could watch where like no one wants to touch the football and then like they nominate someone on their team to like carry it forward, and the whole game is like, well, that person's dead. Do you think? Let's rest do it. you think it's possible to do something cool like that, like where you actually play a sport, like you actually play football or basketball or something, but you write like a little storyline, and the players do their best to play to their physical abilities, but if <laughs> but if you impose like a floor is lava type rule, you wouldn't do that, obviously. But if you impl- put a floor is lava type rule. They do. They play to the best physical ability with the limitation that they mentally put on themselves. What, would that be possible? Are you are you are you proposing like kind of a Calvin ball where the players are just all trying to win, but you, the commissioner slash story writer, are making up new rules, add, yes, like, making new rules on the fly, and, then, and then both teams have to just go with yes, it. They have to go with it. I think what we're talking about and getting to, which I'm always a proponent of, is getting back into a running man situation. Please, really, please, essentially. That's essentially what we're getting. Like, if we continue this like, train of thought for another like twenty years, at some point it's like, yeah, well, what if you could like kill the players? Okay, well, and then like, what if you could like hunt? What if you could like hunt the players? And it just becomes a running man. I mean, again. we don't need the murder part. I would leave the murder part out, but okay, it's going to come up eventually, though, Paul. It's going to happen. It will. <laughs> but I would try to to avoid the murder part for a little bit. I like this idea. I would watch a lot more sports if they were adding this kind of like, you never know what's going to happen this time. Guys, we got our whole lives ahead of us to create these sports. What if one time the ball had a gun in it <laughs> and you were like... And somebody and caught like, it and they got shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a loaded gun with the safety off in the ball. Jesus. Oh, it was gun ball. Oh. <laughs> But you would watch it so much more, I feel like. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I don't like watching players get concussions. I don't want to see players get well, shot. Well, no, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. The worst part of the NFL is that there's like this terrible abuse happening to players' bodies, but it's like laden and it affects them hard in a way that's harder to track until they like kill a spouse or go crazy. So you just want them to die instantly. <laughs> well, I think if we know what we're getting into and the players know what they're getting into and it's like, hey, tonight there's a gun in the ball. And everyone's down with it. I've way they knew I'm the way risks. More into that, the concussions. They knew the risks tonight. They knew the risk going into it, and and the NFL like it completely acknowledges it. It'd be like if the NFL was like, "There's not a gun in that ball. Don't worry. Don't no. There's, there's no scientific study that says there's not a gun in that ball." As it's like firing off in the background, just shooting someone. Wow. <laughs> that would be more of a modern comparison. 
<laughs> did you guys want to talk about net neutrality or did you want to talk about <laughs> I think we could skip over that one sports. I think we could skip uh, yeah but rest in peace this might be the last episode you guys get to download uh, without having to pay some sort of bandwidth cap so let's know. hope not let's hope not unless you call the FCC and say don't throw away my complaint sir uh, please don't throw away my complaint what should we propose maybe real quick like what's an actual I mean obviously calling People is a great idea. Calling your local representatives. I mean, you also can just like tweet at the three FCC people that are going to vote. Calling yes, is really easy. Even Calling is so easy. There's a website called Five Calls, and if you go there and, and you, it'll automatically like ask you what you're interested in. You can go there, click the FCC uh, thing, or not the FCC, the uh, net neutrality thing, and it gives you the five calls. It gives you a script, tells you exactly what number to call, and you just type in the numbers. Call that you'll get a voicemail. You leave a voicemail, and then you move on to the next one, and it takes about five minutes. Super easy. I think that's I think that's the best advice. But alternative advice, yes. Like, what if you wanted to get to one of the three guys voting? Because if I remember right, it's like the two uh, women on the committee are, are have have said they're going to vote no. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So there's three guys that are going to vote yes right now. You got to con- convince them to change their vote. Right. The main dude who works for Verizon is definitely not going to change his mind. Um, but. Is there any way we could like it? We could change their mind in a more um, proposed creative way. propose gunball to them and, gun and tell them sure. that we will not create it if they do this because I think these just judging by the type of men that these that they are by like the decisions they're making right now, I think they want to see people get murdered by balls with, filled with guns. I think they would like that. Okay, well, yeah, I, I was gonna say like you know maybe like make them understand. The down, like, get them really addicted to, like, World of Tanks. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Right. Like, you you, kind of go into the radar, like, World of Tanks. And then he's like, uh, what's the guy's name? Like, uh, uh, yeah, you get, you get him addicted to World of Tanks. And you're like, Ajit, um, dude, like, this game's great. He's like, yeah, I love it. I love this fun, but dark combat of killing other people in tanks. Cool. Um, you're gonna have to pay an extra sixty bucks a month if net neutrality gets killed. It's like, oh fuck! I love my World of Tanks loot boxes. I assume there's loot boxes. I don't know. And you're like, oh dude, okay. So then, and then he goes back and he goes like, guys, we gotta keep net neutrality going. I think this is not it, a I good think, bit. I don't think this plan works because he's rich. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you take all of Ajit's money and you make him like you can't do him, that. Get him you lowered. Can't, you can't do that. Shit, right? God damn it. I think we're we're just fucked. We I don't, can't I don't just, have any other you ideas. can't just take tanks. someone's money. <laughs> well, but Robin Hood made it look so cool when he was like in the Disney cartoon. He was so he was so handsome. Well, you used to be able to take someone's money, but now they keep it in a bank. On yeah, a, in a, on a computer, mm-hmm. on a on a so bank. It's very computer. hard to get to. <laughs> Well, this is why we need everyone to have their money in Bitcoin, so then you can just like steal their hard drive that has the Bitcoin. Right. We could Bitcoin will actually allow us to get back to more to Robinhood days. Right. Mm. Let's get the Bitcoin. That's what we need. That's what we got to work toward. Yeah, or whatever Ether or whatever the other ones are. I don't know. Do you guys have cur- cur- how about this? We all, how about this? We'll make a Jeet coin. It'll be for Ajit. And <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and we'll, we'll we con him. So, no, no, here no, no, it is. Here no, it is. We, here we, it is. We, we we make a jeet coin, and we make him buy into it like crazy. He buys all of them. Then we tell him <laughs> it's not real. We got all his money. <laughs> Wait, hold on though. I'm trying to make sure the math tricks out. Okay, so he's bought it. He's bought a jeet coin. So he's he, given he us real tra- money. He has traded us real money for all the jeet coins because he's going to want to have all of them because they're his money. He's going to, you know. Yeah, of course. If your name's on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think this will play into this guy's uh, definite uh, narcissism. Here's how we burn him. 
Okay. Here's how we burn them. A G coin. We go like, dude, a G coin, dude. It's your coin. Why don't we make it the national currency of the internet? Mm-hmm. You know? And he's like, <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. He puts all his money into it. And he's like, I feel fine. I have a G coin. I'm no, I have no longer have money from the government, but I have a G coin. And then he, he goes to the, the, the FCC and he's like, announcement, everyone, announcement, gather around. <laughs> um, a G coin is now the new currency of the internet. And then, uh, and then uh, we come in and we're like, ha-ha, surprise, buddy. A Jeet coin is one word, and it's a new uh, startup, actually. It's not it's not currency. It's a startup for hot human manure. <laughs> um, and it's a factory uh, where uh, we have people shitting, uh, and uh, we're selling that manure, and that's what and a Jeet coin is. You, you literally bought You literally bought shit. <laughs> Ajit, you bought shit. You bought hot human shit. <laughs> okay, one more pitch. One more let's pitch. Hear it, let's hear it. We don't w- focus on Ajit at all. We don't focus on saving net neutrality. Instead, we just start laying down lines for our own personal friend internets. Okay. Like, like I just run a cable from here to to Dom's apartment, and we pay some like one to draw you know drive a you know three thousand mile cable to you, Paul. Okay. And we just have our own localized internet and just like tether cables just across the sky. Mm. The most cyberpunk thing in the world where just cables are just running to people's apartments and we just have internal nets. And everyone's like, yo, you got that, uh, you got that clone high season one? Yeah, I got clone high season one. I'll, I'll throw it up on the, on the internet. Uh-huh. Sure. Thanks, buddy. And so it's really just like shared servers, but that's just our new internet. New, we just do a that. A new internet. That's what you want to make. Uh, we'll call it, yeah, we'll call internet. it the tangled web. <laughs> <laughs> the tangled web of friendship where you can get clone yeah. high season one only <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's a great idea all right are you guys ready for an adventure you have my sword um i am ready now he's ready <laughs> okay he's ready okay what what uh, book was uh voted on by our patreon the uh, book which was selected by our Patreon listeners and supporters was Goosebumps, Choose Your Own Adventures, Choose Your Own Scare. Welcome to the Wicked Wax Museum. Ooh, I'm ready to get the, gross. The scariest place, the the Wax Museum. Okay, yeah. Uh, House of Wax, scariest movie of all time. Never saw it. Sounds no, scary. I've never seen it either. <laughs> I've I've seen it recently. It's it's a it's a wild time. It's fun. Who was who was in that one? Vincent Price. Oh, that is very scary. And and then in the remake, his modern day equivalent, uh, Paris Hilton was in it. So you know. I thought that's what I was going to say. Paris Hilton. So it was the remake one that she was in. Okay. Yeah, she was in the remake, and a pipe it gets thrown through her eye, and it's pretty great. Wow. There is a. Uh, it was one of uh, an early three D film. So uh, there's an intermission, and right after the intermission, there's a guy with ping pong paddles or. Uh, uh, paddle balls uh-huh. and he's just hitting them at the screen and he's like i see someone with some popcorn there and he's like <laughs> <laughs> bouncing a ball at the screen so it's like it's like yeah 3d here we go that's fun stuff <laughs> we still do we still do that to this day and we try to act like we like hide it better but we we're doing the same thing i would be fine with more people in movies modern day just throwing things at the screen and going whoa did you see that coming did you huh but we're legitimately still doing that Oh, maybe that's what needs to be written is our crazy sports league as a movie where it's three versus five at the end. And then someone throws uh, a touchdown pass (gasps) uh, and the the football comes at the screen. But gun ball. 
get shot in the head. Dude, <laughs> audience is dead. Audience dies. Movie ends right there. Meta commentary yeah. about film. All right. I, mean, I, I, I want to throw one more pitch on top of this. I love this idea. You throw a real ball into the audience. It's not 3D. It's like you throw a real ball. Shit, there's we're getting kid, to like. There's like, a, yeah, this is like uh, augmented Rocky reality. Horror. We're getting to like a Rocky Horror level. A real ball gets tossed into the audience. That happened. Uh, House on Haunted Hill at the end where the skeleton comes out and pushes the woman into the acid. A skeleton would rise out of a box and fly around the audience. Whoa, what? I didn't what? know that. Like the original? Yeah. The original? Yeah, but then um, kids got word of it. I heard this on Turner Classic Movies, I think. And uh, <laughs> kids kids got word that that would happen. So at the end, they would just like throw stuff at the skeleton. I did hear about that. So then they, they stopped doing that. That would just make it a more fun game, you would think. But okay, or uh, fine. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to add this. So they throw the ball into the audience, right? But then if the audience member just randomly catches it, you play a different Boom. ending where we win, we the audience win because someone caught the ball. Ooh, that's fun. That's an interactive experience. But if they don't catch the ball or they drop it, then you play the bad ending where like the team loses and the audience hates everyone who hates the person who dropped the ball. It's like, like Star Tours. It's like Star Tours when they show the spy, except that they affect the outcome. Oh, man, I was right. a spy the first time, and I was freaking out because I was so worried they're going to make me, like, fight Darth Vader, and I really didn't want to. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you take didn't the- bring your, your space sword? I was, like, kind of out of it, and, like, I didn't know how Star Tours worked, and so my face popped up as the spy. I'm like, oh, God, please don't make me, like, fight Darth Vader. Please don't make me, like, shoot anything. Yeah, or don't put on me stage. on display. Don't make me this, be on display. I have this fear that on any, like, public theater thing, like Rocky Horror, if I go up on stage, they're going to pull my pants down. I don't know why I think that's going to happen. You know, it's funny that you say that because at I went to the Tim and Eric thing here and they actually did have a man come up on stage and actually did pull down his pants and his wiener was shown to everybody. What? By was accident. That a it has to be a plant. They did not mean for they they were all wearing because it was Dobus PR. They were all wearing their Dobus PR outfits and that which were which consist of a giant shirt and very big baggy khaki pants. And uh, they were yanking them off of them at the end of it. The the intern. And he yanked a little too much and got the pants, too. And then we saw this guy's donger. Oh, I feel bad for that. That feels like a potential sexual harassment lawsuit or they some get, sort. They, <laughs> like, they gave him some free stuff. They were very apologetic. You could you could see it quietly. They were very apologetic to the man. And the guy was like, it's okay. It's my fetish. It's fine. Yeah. He was from Jersey, so I don't think he cared, really. Jersey guys throw their dicks out for anything. <laughs> Jersey guys from Jersey. If, if, if a whole audience accidentally sees their dick, hey. Hey, it's That's a right. good day. That's hey, a good day. It's okay. I'm, I'm going back to Jersey, so you know my life's going to get worse than that. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, we need to do this book. Uh, Let's read the book. So I'm going to read, and you guys are going to. You guys are going to be the the adventurers. Okay. Uh, my name's Sam. Oh, your name's Sam. My name. I am. Sa- I am Sam. My name is Jonathan, but it's spelled with a G. Okay, so <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan, <laughs> basically Jonathan. Yeah. So here's the thing: there, that your both of your names are in the first sentence, but we'll just you know go with what you guys said. Sam and Jonathan are going to be the characters. Okay, sure. Cool! You exclaimed to your best friends, Liz and Jake. Okay, never mind. You guys are Jonathan and Sam with your friends, Liz and Jake. <laughs> the field trip to the Wicked Wax Museum is today. I can't believe our class gets to see it the day before the grand opening. Finally, Mr. Dunning's history class won't be such a bore, Jake adds, flipping his black baseball cap around backward. Mr. Dunning, more like Mr. Dull. That was was the pun we went with? Okay, That was the pun, yeah. 
Dumming. Mr. Dumming is better than Mr. Dumb. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to yeah. say. You said it, Liz giggles. Her red curls bounce when she laughs. Hey, why is it called the Wicked Wax Museum anyway? That's the name of the guy who owns it, Jake, Jake exclaims. Dr. Izzy Wicked. Izzy Wicked, that's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> he made all the wax figures. Well, according to Mr. Dull, Liz adds, the museum is supposed to bring history to life for us or something like that. Yeah, right, Jake smirks. And maybe the wax figures will come to life, too. Ah, gross, Liz cries. You're giving me the creeps, Jake. Come on, you two, you say. The bus is here. Let's be first in line so we can grab the back seats. Oh, these kids are cool. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get those back seats so no one can see what you're doing back there. Yeah. We're we're gonna have a rainbow party in the back seat. Gross. (laughs) Gross. 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 I can't believe I said that. Uh, We're on the page, too. On the bus, you rush to the back. You and Liz take a two-seater. Jake sits alone across the aisle with his red sneakered feet on the seat. Now no one else can sit there. What a fucking jerk. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Fucking Jake. Gonathan, are you going to say anything to, J- to Jake about that? Gonathan at this age is really about not conf- confrontation in any way. Uh, um, gotcha. He's just going to take it and lie down. <laughs> okay. Jake leans back. His chin length brown hair falls over the top of the seat. Let's get this crate rolling, he mutters. <laughs> All right, people, Mr. Dunning shouts from the front of the bus. Thanks to my personal donation to the museum, we get to see the place before it opens to the public tomorrow. Hmm. The teacher does one Ew, Did la- he donate a bunch of old wax? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've been keeping this earwax for years. His earwax. All types of wax, I got. All types of wax. <laughs> the teacher does one last head count. All right, Sal, he says to the driver. We're all here. Let's go. As soon as the bus starts moving, Jake presses his nose and opens his lips flat against a window for the viewing pleasure of other people on the road. Then he breathes on the window and writes in the steam, honk if you hate history. Honk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, got, I got to just stop the story. Honk, honk. You know what I'm saying? Fuck history. <laughs> I, I think this is an important detail, too. Did he write it? In the correct way so that if you're driving by, you'll see it, you'll read it correctly, or is it like backwards? You know, that mistake you always make as a kid? I'm not sure, Chad, but he definitely wrote it with his dick. <sighs> yeah, he probably wrote it backwards. Yep. Honk, you say laughing. Honk, honk, <laughs> Liz adds. You and Liz are honking so loud you don't see Mr. Dunning coming down the aisle. He looks mad. Go to page three. Okay. That's enough out of you three. You're always making trouble, the red-faced Mr. Dunning sputters. If you hate history so much, you can just wait for the rest of us in the lobby. Oh, brother, you groan. There goes our fun. Minutes later, the bus pulls up to the stone building. Mr. Dunning leads the class into the lobby of the Wicked Wax Museum. I just skipped the period. A scowling woman in a purple turban and gold bracelets sits inside a ticket booth. Oh, no. These three students will not be going in, Mr. Dunning tells her. He turns to you, Jake, and Liz and points to the bench by the, the wall. Sit there, you little monsters, and you better <laughs> be sitting there when I come back. Wait, I'm sorry. What did we do wrong? The honk honk? Uh, Jake wrote w- with his dick on the window. I think yeah, I guess that was it, but like, we're all just going down for it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. The class leaves you behind as they enter the Hall of Historical Exhibits. A red door closes after them. Jake manages to sit still for a few minutes. Then he jumps up and says, I think it's time for us to take a little tour of our own. Turn to pa- <laughs> We're jumping to page 75 for some reason. Good, good, Jake. <laughs> Jake, don't, you whisper loudly as he disappears through the red door. You glance at the ticket lady. She, she's busy with something in the booth. Jake, you call again. We're in enough trouble already. You jump up from the bench and try to grab the door before it closes. Too late. The red door slams in your face. Hey, open up! You you hear Jake yelling through the door. He rattles the knob. Help! He cries. Liz leaps up to help you push the door open. It won't budge. 
Ha ha, funny. Stop kidding around, Jake, she scolds. Help, Jake screams again. He really does sound scared. Then you hear a whir, like a motor starting up. The click of gears mingles with Jake's cries. <laughs> oh, God. Good. Jake! Oh, gosh. Jake, you shout. There's no answer. You press your ear against the door and listen. I think something is really wrong, you whisper to Liz. His cries are getting farther away. We have to get in. You shake the door handle and give one last push. Suddenly, the door opens easily. Darkness greets you both. Darkness and the loud whirring of a motor. No sign of Jake. So, you got your first decision, guys. If you go in after Jake, page 30. If you decide to get help first, turn to page 111. But hurry! We're going... I think we should just go after Jake, because the second we go to get help, they're going to be like, what? You're supposed to be sitting down. Go sit down. Yeah, I don't know I don't know any other way this doesn't result in like us just getting told we're a dumb idiot for going to get help. Uh, let's go into the really brutal... Like, by the way, nice imagery of just like hearing motors worried. That, that boy is getting turned yeah, up. Yeah, darkness and motors. He's being ground up into boy bits. <laughs> Boy bits, boy wax. Uh, yeah, let's go in there. Tom, are you going to say something? I was just going to say, this is just like the jungle. You know what I'm saying? Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. <laughs> oh, the, the Jungle. Upton Sinclair's The Jungle. You just get really sad because it's like, oh, I, was supposed to buy, I was supposed to buy food for my family, but I bought, I bought booze instead. And then a rat ate my boy's face. That's most of the, <laughs> that's most of the Who th- also <laughs> works with me? <laughs> Wait, oh wait, is the jungle the one where um the guy the guy falls into the sausage machine? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, the one like unintentionally sure. like right, 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 created the FDA. It wasn't the point at all, but everyone like, oh yeah, the plight of the working man is real mm-hmm. rough. And then if people were more impressed, like, wait, are there like rats in our food? We should know about that. And that's that was what people took away from the book more. Yeah, right. Mm. They they, they, they didn't they didn't care about people being exploited. They cared about eating people by accident. Oh yeah, I, won't, I can't eat like rat rat boy parts. No, no fuck that. No. Yeah, now Jake boy parts. Uh, so you're gonna follow Jake into the breach. Yeah, let's go into the jungle. All right, no time to lose. Jake needs your help. You step into the darkness. Liz clutches your arm. I I I don't like the sound of that motor sound. She stammers. You don't like it either, but it's too late to turn back now. The heavy red door slams shut behind you. A thick bolt slides into place on its own. You're locked in. Slowly, your eyes adjust to the strange red light that fills the room. Then you see what's making the motor sound. Ahead of you, a conveyor belt moves slowly through a velvet-streamered opening into a black tunnel. It reminds you of those luggage carousels at the airport, but there are no suitcases on this conveyor belt. Instead, there's a body! Jake's! Oh (laughs) Oh my god! His red sneakers are disappearing into the tunnel. Then you notice something else. His dick's out, and it's still being used to draw stuff on the side of the... (laughs) 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 Then you notice something else. (laughs) 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 Then you notice his dick's out, and he is uh, relentless with his dick. Listen, it's more of a surprise when Jake's dick is not out than when it's out. That's how you know Jake's all right. Out of the corner of your eye, you see something move across the room. It's only a shadow, but there's definitely something there. What is it? Okay, so if you want to find out what's moving through the shadows, turn to page 93. If you ignore it and go after Jake, turn to page 18. Don, let me just say, what do we think the odds are that's already a wax Jake? Like, we're in a wax museum. Um, There's going to be some fake bodies. Yeah, I want to see what it is, though. I just want to say I want to see what it is. You mean you want to see what the body is? it It probably is a wax Jake or a Jake who's alive and fine but he looks a little waxy like he like he might be made of wax okay so you're gonna go behind you're gonna peer behind the curtain all right we're going to page 18 that's that's yeah wait yeah he went behind the yeah we're we're following jake jake you shout you lunge to pull him back by his feet before you can grab a sneaker a steel door slams down over the opening you pull your hands back just in time kneeling on the low platform in front of the conveyor belt you bang on the steel door jake you shout again 
The door slides up. The conveyor belt starts moving forward. You're so startled you lose your balance. Splat. You fall on your face. You're on the belt. Liz! You cry in (laughs) terror. Get me off of this thing. Liz jumps onto the belt to pull you off. The belt speeds up. Now you both... you, You... well, right now we are in a literal Jetsons end credits gag right now. Yeah, this is cartoon misadventures that are happening right now. Now both you and Liz are being dragged along through the tunnel. Up ahead, Jake lies motionless on the belt, and at the end of the tunnel, a sign flashes on and off. It reads, this way to the steaming room. Going to page 40. Steaming room, you ask Liz. What do you suppose that is? Liz only shakes her head, and the conveyor belt comes to a sudden stop. You squint, trying to peer ahead in the darkness. You're about to call out Jake's name when you hear voices. Let's get him off this belt, says one man. Dr. Wicked wants this <laughs> Yep. Dr. Wicked wants this one steamed right away. We'll do him first, Ugh. then get the others, says the second man. Steamed, you gasp. And we must be the others, Liz cries. Shh, listen, you say as the voices begin to argue. Maybe we should skip the steaming, one man says. If Dr. Wicked wants us to be finished in time for the opening tomorrow, we might just have to go on to the next step. No way, says the other man. You know we can't skip any steps. If the scheming, if the steaming is skipped, nothing goes right. Okay, okay, let's get this kid into the tube. <laughs> you and Liz glance at each other in horror. Jake's always had a knack for getting into trouble, but this time he's out of his league. This is a lot of, like, really detailed, like, talking about the process of making a wax bomb. Right, right. Well, you're learning something, guys. History. Yeah, yeah, but it's implied to be like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna fucking steam some kids. I'm like, I don't know. That sounds even if that was about kids, that sounds pretty great. Like that sounds like a nice. That's like a schwitz sauna. You're ta- yeah, you're taking yeah. a sauna. Yeah, yeah. Go for a schwitz, guys. I'm not spooked. That's all I'm saying. They better not be making giant dildos for dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Made of kids. These better not be man shaped dildos for dragons. <laughs> dildos for dragons. All right, let's see what that. Let's see what's happening. We've got to see where they're going, you whisper. You and Liz tiptoe along the conveyor belt. What? <laughs> what? I'm just laughing at myself. Why did I say <laughs> that? <laughs> because dragon dildos are a thing, and it's pervasive in all of our thoughts all the time. It's just there. Dra- dragon dildos are a thing, but I can only imagine that dragons also require dildos, and they're in the shape and of And they men. would be, and the perfect size, <laughs> the perfect size for a dragon-sized dildo is probably the, the size of a 12-year-old child. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this is like getting into why did I? Why this did we? Why did we have this conversation? And I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing. Why? This is really gross. I think this is all. I'm just picturing a dragon, like a medieval dragon, just picking up a man going, "Please no, please not," and then just slowly <laughs> just being pushed into a dragon vagina or a butthole or a butthole, or butthole or, whatever yeah. your pleasure is. I'm trying, and just like, please no. I'm trying to imagine. No, I'm not trying to imagine what a dragon vagina looks like. Never mind. Imagine like a Dark Souls boss, and then just your Dark Souls character just like slowly being Sliding pushed in. Into and just like, it. Oh god! Fine. Oh god! We've got okay. to we've got to see what they're doing. <laughs> you whisper. You and Liz tiptoe along the conveyor belt. Finally, you can see the room at the end of the tunnel. Two men are lifting Jake off the conveyor belt. His body hangs limp. You watch in terror as they load him into a tall glass tube and shut the door. The room is filled with these human-sized tubes. They look like big test tubes, and they have doors. Each tube also has a clear hose sticking out of the top, connecting it to a big pipe on the ceiling, and Jake is inside one of them. How can we get him out of there, Liz whispers. Before you can answer, the conveyor belt starts up again with a jolt. You and Liz are knocked off your feet and carried down the tunnel toward the test tube room. Then you notice the air around you is getting damp and heavy, and you're feeling sleepy. Very sleepy. Mm. You spot purple smoke hissing from under the conveyor belt. Sleepy gas! (laughs) What? Purple haze. It registers in your brain. 
but your body is now helpless to do anything about it. It's getting you real high good. (laughs) (laughs) So is that how it's written? It's getting you real high good? Okay. (laughs) No. It's all you can do to rock your head to the side so you can see where you're going. No surprise there. You and Liz are headed straight into the waiting hands of two men in gloves and doctor's masks. So we're turning to page 133 to see what happens next. Not a lot of choices here. Yeah, really just been get turned into dildos. That's really all we've been doing, yeah. You guys literally climbed on a conveyor belt, and the book has reacted as such. You're just going down the conveyor belt. Yeah. To be turned into giant dildos. And you'll be made into giant dragon dildos. (laughs) The two men men in Doctor's Mess drag you and Liz off the belt. Two more for steaming, says one. Dr. Wicked will be pleased. They roughly load you and Liz into separate test tubes, close the doors, and seal them. They're going to steam us, your mind screams. We'll die. Already you have to fight for breath. You've always been frightened of enclosed places. It's hard not to panic. Your mind races, trying to come up with a plan. Now that you're away from the sleeping gas, you feel strength returning to your arms and legs. Maybe you can break out of this contraption. What, what about the two men? Besides, once the steaming starts, whatever it is. What's their deal? What's their deal? <laughs> what, what, what are they <laughs> do they just like murder people all day long? Is that what they do? <laughs> they wait for kids to wander and go, yep, two more. Let's go. Are they okay with this? Be like, all right, we need, I really hope someone wanders behind <laughs> yeah. this curtain over here. Do they tell their families about what they do all day? Whatever it is, well, you'll probably not. need all the strength you can muster. Maybe you should lie low, try to conserve air and, and energy, and hope you come out alive. What'll it be? Will you fight to escape on page 107, or will you stand perfectly still to save oxygen on page 47? Before we make a call, I just want to ask if anyone's picturing the same thing. Let's you hear. say we're in giant test tubes uh-huh. with like gas in there. Are we picturing like the human chambers from this island Earth from Mystery Science Theater? I was imagining more a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Augustus Gloomp situation. Okay, so like like an actual like chocolate tube, like a chocolate we're tube. Just in one of those, yeah, sure, I, I get that. Um, uh, I'm I'm imagining just a a giant colored tube that has dragon dildos. <laughs> <laughs> it just says all over to be made into dragon dildos, like stamped all over. <laughs> Four dragon buttholes. I still can't tell if these people think like I honestly don't know if they think we're kids or if we they think we're wax. I really can't tell. Should we should we conserve oxygen or should we fight, Chad? What what's the next process? Here's a, this is an actual question. What's the next process? Do we think is gonna happen? If we think that was the steaming, then yeah, no, we're gonna get steamed. I think, I think we should wait to be steamed because that sounds really great. But that that'll kill us though. It's uh, the, the characters seem to think that will kill us. Yeah, but like, you want to fight? Well, I mean, we could conserve oxygen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What do you? Think? I think conserving oxygen makes sense. Um, and then wait for like them to open the tube and then like punch a guy in the face and or get steamed. Uh. So I'd say conserve oxygen. These men are probably cowards, so I think you could punch them. Yeah. Okay, let's conserve oxygen just so that like we can break out when there's... Yeah, we're conserving okay. strength. Okay, page 47, we're going there. You try to save oxygen in this glass prison by standing perfectly still. Apparently, Liz has the same idea. She breathes slowly inside her tube. You can't see Jake at all. His tube is filled with a cloud of white steam. Your mind works overtime. What's this all about? Those two men were talking about... Shit, Jake already got steamed? Dude, Jake, <laughs> Jake is done for. He got steamed, man. Those two men talked about getting you ready for Dr. Wicked, which is definitely a dragon's name, and he's definitely going to stick you up his butt. They said this... <laughs> they said, that would be the name of like a really cool 70s van with a dragon painted on the side that says Dr. Dr. Wicked, Dr. but it's Wicked. Like spelled W... I don't know how it's spelled in the book, Paul, but I'm picturing W-Y-K-K-E-D. Yeah, Dr. Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> That he's just looking at Earth with the telescope, and he's <laughs> and he's smoking ass. a blunt and just says, slow ride. 
<laughs> slow ride. Yeah, he's he's. Oh my god, the wax is THC wax, guys. That's oh, what this place is. You guys says. are gonna there get, go. dude. That... Oh shit, is it shattered, dude? I need <laughs> is it shattered? <laughs> they said steaming was just the first yeah. step. First step of what? You're not sure you want to know. You'd rather get out alive. Steam whooshes in through the hose on the top of the test tube. You brace yourself for the pain, but it never comes. Instead, your pores open up as the steam gives your skin a deep cleansing. It's hot, but yes, not so hot you can't stand it. Then, as suddenly as the steam appeared, it clears. You're, you see you're moving again. The test tubes are all lined up along a rolling track. Jake's tube is far ahead of you, rattling as it goes. Behind you, Liz looks as surprised as you that it's over. You raise your hand to the glass to wave at her. As you do, you bump the latch on the glass door, and it wiggles loose. Yeah! And our acne is cleared, too. We're great. You guys, that sounds like you had a good schvitz. Yeah, what a great what a great visit. Yeah. We're doing great. Uh, does this conveyor belt actually just say clean clean boy <laughs> belt cleaning children? To ki- this is just all a ploy to clean some kids. Am I, am I wrong? Is it weird that it's not like explaining what state Jake is in? I can't tell if he's like still asleep or awake. I think they're trying to keep you uh, keep Jake a mystery to you guys right now. Okay, yeah, that's probably true. All right, so you know. You know a chance to escape when you see one. You push the door. It swings open. Immediately, the test tubes stop moving. You jump out. The men with the doctor's masks are nowhere in sight. You run back to Liz's tube and unseal her door. Thanks, Liz exclaims as she jumps out. Are you all right? You ask. I don't know why both of those sentences I said with the oddest intonation for both of the things. But anyways, (laughs) I'm fine, she assures you. But what about Jake? I can't see him anymore. He disappeared into that opening in the wall. Liz is right. Jake's test tube is out of sight. You run to the opening in the wall. When you peer in, you can't see Jake's tube. But what you do see is so frightening, it makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. It's the next step. And it couldn't be worse. A A sign at the end of the tunnel flashes these words. Skin Scraping Center. They're going to skin Jake alive, you breathe in horror. Whoa. Okay. Best try to save him on page 98. You're going to page 98. So you don't even have a choice. The conveyor right belt's really a, a literal metaphor for how we're just being conveyed through this story. You're being conveyed straight through. What do you mean, skin Jake alive? Liz cries. <laughs> Remember one of the mask guys talked about getting Jake ready for the next step, you ask? Jake got through the steaming step. The, the sign above the end of the tunnel says skin scraping center. That must be the next step. You mean they're going to scrape Jake's skin off? Liz shudders. But why? <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet, you admit. (laughs) But I know we've got to save him. Quick, get back in your test tube. What? Liz cries. Are you crazy? Trust me, you say. It's the only way to follow Jake. You push Liz back into her tube, so you're going to murder Liz alongside you. This sounds like a horrible idea. (laughs) Very bad idea. Then you jump into your own tube and pull the door closed. Just as you hope, the track starts moving again. You and Liz are headed for the skin scraping center. You hope it won't be too late to save Jake. That is... If you can survive yourselves. Is it possible it's like exfoliating? Like we're just in a spa? I feel like, yeah. we're, I feel like we're on a path for like a Goosebumps like this, gotcha joke. This could be an exfoliation part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. That would be a scrape or like a scrub. You know? Yeah. Like I, I go to uh, this Korean spa in LA and they like do a thing where they like just rub like a, a rough sponge over you and pull all your skin off. And it's supposed to feel good. That sounds like, wonderful. Maybe it's just that. That sounds. Yeah. Wait, you go to that channel? Yeah, I, I haven't done the actual skin scraping one, but I've seen it, and I don't. I but I, I go to go to wee spots. Real weird. You get to lay down in some coffee beans. In a, that sounds in a great. It's not bad. Uh, is are you sure it's a spa, not like the back room of a grocery store? That you're <laughs> it is a seven beans? story spa megaplex, Dom, with like ten okay. saunas, okay. including a 
200 degree sauna, which I think is illegal. Like it's like one of those, like you can't, you're not supposed to go in here, but we have it. So go for it. Right. Not street legal. Yeah. Yeah. Not street legal sauna. It's great. Anyway, sorry to, sorry to detour. I like that back. I like that backroom sauna talk you're getting going. I like it. (laughs) The track moves you and Liz toward the opening in the wall. Then something unexpected happens. Instead of the track taking you to the skin scraping center straight ahead, your test tube veers off to the left. Spotlights flicker along the track. You're not in a tunnel at all now. The test tubes are moving through a well-lit cave with a high ceiling. Definitely something with a dragon in it. Without warning, (laughs) the test tubes stop moving. The door swings open slowly. A recorded voice over a loudspeaker repeats mechanically, Watch your step, please, as you're leaving your capsule. Watch your step, please, as you're leaving your capsule. Wait, what? Watch your step, please, as you're leaving your capsule. Yep, we're going to page five. Is this the ride? Like, is this the... Is this the history that you're supposed to learn? Is this what our history teacher donated? Oh, oh. my God, Don, that's a genius. If that's not the, the reveal, that's what it should be. Here it comes. Nervously, you and Liz step down from the tubes. You glance around for Jake, but you don't see him anywhere. Where is the voice coming from, you wonder? Then you spot two speakers hanging from wires on the cavern walls. There's no one here, Liz whispers. A few steps away, you see two bucket seats lined with cushions, two comfortable chairs just sitting there in the middle of the cave. Without thinking, you and Liz fall into the soft cushioned seats to collect your thoughts. We've lost... (laughs) Let's just relax for a second. Yeah, sure. Let's chill. You just had a nice theme. It's good. We've lost Jake, you state the obvious. If only we could find Mr. Dunning in the group. What kind of weird wax museum is this anyway? There's something terrible happening here, Liz says. Another recorded message suddenly blares through the cavern. For the convenience of other visitors, please keep moving. Then the floor beneath you starts to move, just like the test tubes. Hey, you shout, trying to get up. A bar falls down across your lap. Another drops down on Liz. Wait a minute, you think? You've been in seats like this before? At the amusement park. You must have stumbled onto some sort of wax museum ride. Hope it's a good one. Forgot all That's about Jake. That's a weird way to explain what's going on in a really yeah. obvious way. I mean, it's fine. It just that seemed weirdly written to me. And you just are kind of like really into your ride now, not the fact that Jake is having his skin scraped off somewhere. Yeah. I, again, I really would like to have seen like a, a Willy Wonka or like Wonderful World of Disney type ride where like you go through. I hope what we go through is like animatronics. So my grandfather passed me down this wax candle factory and I decided, what if I turned people into dildos instead? <laughs> right. And like, you just get to like see a series of little scenes and videos. So that and... dragons could fuck themselves. <laughs> well, no, I think, I think in his mind, it's dragons have been gone for centuries uh-huh. But if he makes a really good dragon dildo, dragons will come back. If that's he like, it, they will come. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 This is the. That's what. That's that's what must. This must all be about. <laughs> <laughs> that's that must be. Yeah. All right. The seats move forward into yet another dark tunnel. It's so dark you can't even see the hand in front of your face. Then your sweet civils abruptly as the lights come on. Before you is a wax diorama. It shows a stone-walled room filled with weird old-fashioned science equipment. In the middle of the floor is a doctor's examining table. You recognize the setting. You've seen the movie, this movie at least five times. It's a scene from Frankenstein. But then there's something wrong. A wax store... Mm. A wax statue of Igor, the creepy assistant, stands with his hands on the power switch. His mouth is open as if he's talking to someone, except there's no one else there. What's more, the examining table is empty. Where's Dr. Frankenstein? And where's the monster? Weird. You know the museum is set to open tomorrow, so where are the missing statues? Maybe you should investigate. Liz has a different plan in mind. Turn to page 131. You guys really are not getting many choices. Wait, that that sounded like it was about to be sort of a choice. You, Do you investigate or do you continue on? Okay, yeah, I guess we'll just go on. Wow, so here's going to be an interesting one. Uh, 
That's plain creepy, Liz cries. Stop the ride. I want to get off. She pushes her... She pushes hard against the metal lap bar. Everything screeches to a halt. A moment later, the lights go out. You're sitting in the dark again. Okay, so what happens next depends on the day of the week it is. If you're reading this on a weekday, yep. If you're reading this on a weekday, the ride starts right back up again. If you're reading this on the weekend, you have to get off the ride. Because the, on what? the weekends, the ride takes it easy? Like uh... <laughs> It's the weekend's time off, or the ride's time off. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess we had to follow RL's dumb logic. Uh, it's, it's a weekend. It's fun because normally we would do this on a weekday, so we got kind of lucky. So let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's sure. go to page 25. Getting off the ride is the lucky one. Thanks, RL. Thanks, RL. Hey, you cool kids spending your Saturday reading this book, you get saved. You're going to get off. You're not getting, you're not getting electrocuted by Igor If you're reading right this now. during school, if you're reading this during class, you go to fucking hell. You fucking shit. You did. You sit in the dark for a moment, not sure what to do. Then a blood-curdling scream echoes through the darkness. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Jake. It has to be. Let's get out of here, Liz cries. She's frantic. You hear her squeezing under the lap bar and hopping down onto the track. You do the same. Wait, you call. Then you hear Liz scream. In the same instant, the floor beneath you gives way and dumps you through a secret opening. We're falling, you cry as you drop through the darkness. The fall seems to last forever. Then you see light below. The strong smell of melting candles reaches your nose. First you smell it. Then you see it. Then you're in it. Bubbling, swirling, boiling wax. You splash right into it. Whoa! Two more, you hear a man's voice say before the hot (laughs) wax seals your ears forever. Coat them with wax. Put some new faces on them. And presto, instant wax figures. That one over there can be Dr. Frankenstein. A finger pokes you in the side. And this one can be the monster. Well, after all, Mr. Dunning called you a little monster. Guess he was right in the end. Okay. Whoa. Uh, hold on. I'm, yeah. glad first the, I'm glad the book also uh, is smart enough to know that, like, Frankenstein's the doctor and not Frankenstein's the name of the monster. You know, that's good. <laughs> R.L. knows. R.L. gets R.L. it. R.L. knows. Uh, I just, I just want to point out that children were thrown into boiling wax, uh-huh. which... <laughs> doesn't just harden it boils their boils you you just we children were boiled at the end of this book so i just found something out the other day a tidbit i just found out a tidbit so this might actually be a very humane way of murdering children to make them into wax (laughs) figures so so the the way that the way that liz and uh wait liz right liz and and yourselves yourselves were murdered was was who knows what happened to jake yeah Yeah, we don't know no jake had the humane way because this is what i found out when you when you're burnt to death it doesn't actually, it only hurts until your skin burns off. And then as soon as you get to the muscle, you don't have any like nerve endings there. So you don't feel it. So Is that true? Apparently. Or like once it gets past the muscle or something like that. So that you would probably, if your skin was peeled off, you would only have a brief moment of terror. And if you were steamed, it would probably come off very quickly. So you probably would have a brief moment of terrible agony. And then when you were boiled, it probably wouldn't hurt as much. That's what I've been told. I don't know if that's okay. true or not. So I don't know. I heard I heard uh, in uh, Ken Burns' Civil War that uh, there is that one fight uh, towards the end of the war where like the whole forest, this whole oh yeah portion of the forest burned, and they could hear all those people like screaming to death uh, as they burned in the forest, like all those soldiers. Okay, it's painful. Um, it's definitely painful. so. I'm just gonna go ahead and say well, that uh, it's probably well, really painful. To burn <laughs> well, to death. No, this, in terms of what, what Paul's getting at, scientifically, if there was a way you could like flash burn someone, or like kind of like the way a magician takes a 
uh, a, a, a t- tablecloth off yes. all at once. If you could just like flick your wrist and just pull all the skin off instantly. I think Jake, yeah, I think that is what you're saying is Jake got it the best way. I'm surprised that part of the wax creating process is to take the skin off or it is or it isn't. Because I would think that you would want the skin to solidify in wax. Like, I would think you'd mm. want that part. Well, you make the skin of the wax. That's the thing. Oh, so you don't want to have, like, two layers of skin? You don't no, want to have, then, like, a real skin? and Then, then you get okay. the melty wax. Then you get the thing that you yeah, hate, the cover it that might scares bubble, you. bubble, that sort of thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that happened just because it was the weekend, I guess? Yeah, the weekend they killed the children. <laughs> should we go back and see what happens hmm. when it's the week? Do you want to do that, or do you yeah, want to go we, back? We just... you, would you like to go back further and and from the beginning and try again I, at the start? I, well, I thought we were in a very interesting like conveyor belt of torture and process. Okay, it's just I don't know what other pro- like choice we could have made other than. What? All right, that, you're gonna have yeah, to what, give me. You're gonna have to give me a second then, because I'm gonna get back to it. Yeah, uh, out of curiosity, I mean, like I obviously think we should maybe go a different path but this is another one of those like choose your adventure books where like what else were we supposed to do like what well did you... okay so you're this is an interesting tactic because what you want to do is you want to go back to a point where you didn't have a choice to where it just was gonna so you just want to see what fate led us to or didn't I, I guess, lead us I'm, to. i guess i'm curious like is there any way out of this entire thread like if it was the week would we have like survived and ah these okay well, you're you... feeling dumb but i'm just curious like what's the out yeah what do you think Dom? yeah i think we should just uh we i i think we should just Go from that choice where, well, it's not really a choice. Day of the week thing and just go okay. the other path. All right. All right. I'm there. If this so. also leads to death, then this entire path was pretty much fucked. Okay. Let's check it out. After a second, the bucket seats start up again. You turn around a corner. There's a light up ahead. A recorded voice says, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Please watch your step as you leave the ride. The bar lifts from your laps and you step out. You're in a little room with mirrors on the pale green walls. On one wall, there's an open door. A sign above it says... Welcome to the River of Wax Maze. Proceed at your own risk. Beyond it, Mo. a narrow path is bordered by clear glass ditches. Glass ditches. Okay. What? Stitches? Yeah. Ditches. Ditches. Uh, yeah, ditches. <laughs> what looks like hot wax flows through the oh, through the ditches, popping and bubbling as it goes. Now you see why it's risky to enter this maze. You wouldn't want to slip and fall into the wax. Liz starts to say something, but you cut her off. Shh, you caution. I think I hear something. Sure enough, barely audible above the gurgle and pop of the wax, you hear voices. You can't make out what they're talking about, but you know who they are. You'd know those voices anywhere. How could you forget them? It's them, you whisper to Liz. The guys with the doctor's masks. We must be close to Jake. Come on. (laughs) Gosh, they really made an impression on you guys. Yeah, I don't know how this is the one that succeeds, but okay, fine. Right. You guys have no choice but to tackle the maze. Good luck. Page 96. Oh, no. Yeah, here we go. The maze. Oh, my God. I see the maze. I oh, see it in front of me. Maze? I see it in front of me, guys. You might have to like take a picture of wow. this or something, Paul, so we can show it later. Just to oh my! Reference. Okay, here's an interesting. Oh shit, dude! Hold on a second. Let me get a picture of this. <laughs> so you have an actual maze in this the is, book. This is this is revolutionary. Why do you guys see this? First day of the week. Now we got a maze. This is an interesting book we're doing here. All right, so I'm taking a picture of the maze. I'm gonna send it to you guys in chat real quick. So here's how this maze works. It's got at each turn where you can make a choice, there's a letter. So I guess you could, yeah. Or actually, no, no, no. Okay, so the way it works, it looks like you go through and you spell things out. You'll see. One second. Oh, I bet like the correct path like spells a phrase or something. Spells something out. Yeah, so here you go. So here, let me attach this picture. It's like almost like a way to help you cheat the maze, I guess. Like, you know what Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Interesting idea. Did you guys get that picture? Should be in the chat. Yeah. 
Oh, you yeah. see what I'm talking about? Yeah, we'll post this out, too, when this episode goes out, too. Interesting. Okay. This is, this is intriguing. So what do you guys... Okay, so let's read. How amazing are you? Start at the This Way Out sign. As you follow your chosen path, collect the letters along the way. See the spaces provided below. So we got a bunch of spaces we could put them in. Uh, copy them onto a piece of paper and fill in the letters along the way. If you've chosen the correct path, path, your letters will spell out an important message from the owner of the Wicked Wax Museum, Dr. Wicked himself. <laughs> Write the letters in the order in which you find them. So uh, apparently, okay, this is great. This is great. If you finish the maze successfully, go straight to page 124. If you don't get through the maze, close the book and take a cold shower. You've been riding on a river of burning wax. What? Uh, okay. 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 Yep. Uh, so I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I mean, I'm looking at it. Um, what's the first letter here? It looks like O is the first. Yeah. We should, we should treat this seriously. Yeah. Yeah. We're. We'll. We'll. This takes a while. We'll trim it down or something. Okay. So you, who wants like to dumb? Who wants to type out the letters? Okay. So uh, so oh, the the first word is only right. You have to. Oh and L. Yeah. Way. That's the only way to go. Follow along with this picture, listeners. Uh, yeah. Only, only, only dildos. Only, only you. I bet you it's only you. Only Y O. Yeah, you can uh, kind of use like common sense. You, to, yes, yeah. You could kind of like be you, like that doesn't make any sense to go that only you can. can. So we have to get that. Yeah. And which way do we go to get that? You go. N? You I go the up go way. Up. Are you sure it's not? Yeah. To get that K and get only you cake. We're not spelling like, only you cake. Only you, <laughs> only you cake. Only you say, cake. I only love I, you. It's what I say every Saturday night when I'm alone. I just go, <laughs> only cake. you cake. And then I just take it into my arse. Here's a, here's a hint. So you, you're right. Because the first word is four letters. The second is three. The third is three. The last two are also four letters. So two four-letter words are at the end. So only you can, right? Yeah, I'll only you to, can. Uh, it's no. four-letter words, you said? Yeah, two four-letter words. Save. Uh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Save Jake. Save Jake, I think. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Only you can save Jake. Hooray, we did it. We made it out of the maze. All right. Page 124. Which is weird to think, too, that, like, if this is the maze in the... Not to metagame, but if this is, like, the maze in the factory, he this guy wrote out the letters in this maze, assuming Baby. you're going to abduct Jake. This is your destiny, guys. Yeah. This book was your destiny. Uh-oh. It looks like your end <laughs> might be here. Yours and Liz's and Jake's. You're in the wax dripping laboratory, and it's very clear now what is going on at this wicked wax museum. You look around for Jake and spy an empty stretcher, but no Jake. Huge vats of hot bubbling wax are lined up across the center of the lab. Dozens of ropes hang from the scaffolding. Giant machines rumble, tumble, swish, and swirl. Hundreds of wax-dipped figures dangle from drying racks. A voice on the other side of the laboratory shouts, Check that one for readiness! Yes, Dr. Wicked, replies a worker in white. Now you see him. It's Dr. Izzy Wicked himself, standing Izzy on a platform. Wicked. Uh-huh. Overlooking... Is he? Izzy? I don't know. Overlooking the lab, a mane of wild white hair frames his hollow-cheeked face. Don't dip him until you're sure the steaming and skinning has been successful, <laughs> he orders. Whoa. Three other workers are gathering around a stainless steel table, and when they step, step back, you see what or who they're examining. It's Jake. Go to page 104. It's okay. Jake! Liz exclaims aloud. <laughs> Both the worker and Dr. Wicked swing around to see who spoke. They see you and Liz. After them, Dr. Wicked orders. After them! Run, you shout. Run for your life! With all the workers in the laboratory coming after you, there's only one way out. Up. 
Your thoughts are racing as fast as your feet. You've got it. You climb the scaffolding on those ropes. Then you could swing down and tackle Dr. Wicket. It's risky. No, it's more than risky. It's life-threatening. But you have no choice other than which ropes to climb. You examine them closely. Some look too thin to support your weight. Others are thicker, but starting to fray. Which one will you choose? So you got the choice of a thin rope or a thick fraying rope, guys. Oh, well, we're 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 small we're small boys, right? Small. You're you're probably small. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the thick fraying one's like a trap. Maybe I'm wrong. This is your guys' decision, so you guys talking amongst yourselves. Don, what do you think? It just wouldn't be possible to climb a thin rope. Oh, I see what you're saying. You wouldn't be able to get your hands around it. Right? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Unless I mean, I'd never be able to climb a rope Unless ever. you're freaking <laughs> a Navy SEAL or something. Right, yeah, unless you're like Cirque du Soleil and like climbing it up like silk ropes. Doing those like spins. Yeah, is it a ribbon rope? Yeah, I, I'd say let's go for the thick... Let's see, he's calling out the fraying thing almost too much. So let's go with yeah, the thick fraying one. Do you guys both agree on that? Yeah. All right, page 80. Go for the thick ones, you instruct Liz. You and Liz <laughs> grab the fraying ropes and start climbing them. Get them! Dr. Wicked shouts. He's going. To, he's not going to let you get away. Pull, you encourage Liz. Faster! You notice a few strands of rope coming loose under your hands. Maybe we should have taken the other ropes, you think. But there's no time for that now. You've got to climb. It's harder than you thought it would be. The ropes aren't anchored anywhere, so you and Liz swing wildly through the air. What yep. happens next is a total accident. You and Liz were just trying to get away. That's all. But while you were swinging out of control, you accidentally swing into Dr. Wicked, and Liz swings into the whole row of workers. Like bowling pins being knocked over by a giant bowling ball, Dr. Wicked and his workers fall into the vats of hot wax below. We killed them. Their screams fill the laboratory. Dr. Wicked is destroyed. (laughs) Murderers. Destroyed. You destroyed a man and his minions. It was them or us, you say to Liz as you slide down the ropes. <laughs> really? Is that what you says for real? That's really what he says for Liz. Right. Them or us. Wow. wow. A muffled voice says from the table. Turn to page Jesus. 115. Are they Jake. gonna do like a Deja Dead thing where he like comes out? Oh, sorry, I thought that was Doctor Wicked with like wax in his mouth. Sorry. That would no, that would have been great. That would have been great. Yeah. Jake, you you and Liz exclaim together, but this time you call out his name with happiness instead of horror. You hurry over to the table he's tied to and pull the table off his mouth and eyes. What do you think, Liz? You ask, winking at her. Should we unstrap him? After all, he's the one who got us into this mess in the first place. He's right. Jake is a fucking jerk. Also, he has no skin yeah. now. He's just he, he's just muscle. Yeah, he's a gross tomato boy with red red <laughs> skin all over him. Ugh. Come on, Jake, please. This was no picnic for me either, you know. They had me heading for the bath of the century. You and Liz laugh as you untie Jake. He stands up, shakes his legs to get the circulation going, and says, So what did I miss? Liz rolls her eyes. You're just about to give Jake a friendly punch on the shoulder when you hear another familiar voice. Uh-oh, you say. Here comes more trouble. Turn to page 65. Wait, it's not over? It's not over, guys. Mr. Dunning, you and Liz and Jake all cry at once. What are you doing here? Good question, Mr. Dunning says angrily. (laughs) I might ask you about the same thing. I thought I told you to wait in the lobby. Ah, well, we, uh, Jake stammers. Never mind that now. I'll deal with you three later. Maybe missing this wonderful trip was punishment enough. We saw everything there was to see and even met the owner of the museum himself, Dr. Wicked. Haven't seen him lately, though. (laughs) Anyway, you three really missed out on a lot. I hope you've learned a lesson after this experience. Oh, we sure have, Mr. Dunning, you say. 
We definitely, positively, sure have. The end. Okay. I guess we... Right. That's one of the good endings. Well, we're killers. So... I like so, this one. I like this one because it means in the canon of Goosebuds, there's another murder, murderer children book. Yeah, of course. Of course, there's more murderer children. I was going to say, I thought you're going to find it like Dr. What's his, sorry, what's the teacher's name? Dummond? Dunning? Do, uh, Dunning. Uh, Mr. Dunning. Mr. Dunning. I thought he was going to be like, well, this whole tour was a disaster. We didn't see, there was no wax museum at all. Like, they didn't have any figures. And do, Dr. Wicked kept running out of the room yelling skin the boy like he we, we had a terrible tour <laughs> i don't know like i wanted him to be like yeah about it maybe fill in Do- mr dunning on what happened you know just so he isn't best friends with another like psychopathic yeah, murder call killer the police maybe i don't know yeah. just like to point it out uh huh okay i guess we somehow won i didn't think we were gonna survive that one i i honestly think um you guys had to survive pretty much because it seemed like there were maybe five or six choices through that whole book. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm pulling up the bad endings if you want to get into bad endings on the wiki. Yeah, I'm going to actually look at this one. There's like a whole other world of story we didn't go into. What? Yeah, it, 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 it seemed to me that there was probably a bunch of wax dis, uh, setups that we would have seen right. if we had taken a different route, but yeah. Uh, like, I'm just reading a few of these, and a few of these sound, uh, to the book's credit, super fucked up. Uh, someone named Sybil ends up stealing your face with the facelifter. Whoa. When your face has been lifted, there's now only blank, smooth wax. Okay, that's, that's genuinely cool. horrifying. Yeah. Scary. Uh, the second one is d- deciding to ditch Axel. Don't know who that is. Probably someone who worked at the factory <laughs> that wanted to, like, help you. You managed to escape the deboner and put you and Liz into it. Liz and you get all of your bones removed and you end up as envelopes of skin. What the fuck? Uh, both yours and Liz's bodies are destroyed, including pieces of them still hanging around the room, but for some reason you are still alive. <laughs> hmm. uh, I'm just reading through a few of these. Interesting enough, one of these has, you end up being in a wax exhibit in the museum with, uh, it would have been really appropriate, the Lord High Executioner from the last book we read. Oh. Uh, I don't know if that means oh, wow. like the real Lord High Executioner or just like a, 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 another executioner. Hold on, Dr. yeah, I'm Izzy looking. Wicked I'm looking. Laughs I'm... evilly, so you're just trapped there in an exhibit with him. No, yeah, you're right. Chad, it is the ex- it's the guy from the book. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking for the other weird ones. Um, I love this one. It says uh, it's a total R.L. Stein uh, fuck you moment. After pulling a <laughs> lever marked quote powerless. You're rendered powerless and put in the skin scraper. RL just hates kids. He really that's, just hates that's just kids. A, that's just a mean joke on, on RL's part right there to kids. Guys, you got one of two good endings. Yeah, I'm looking at this. We really the other the other good ending. I'm assuming Sybil, by the way, I'm just gonna assume is the evil lady on the cover of this book. It has to be. Just, just gonna take a while, guess. Uh the other good ending is Sybil melts after seeing her own reflection in a mirror. Sure. Mm-hmm. The puddle she melts into gets sucked up by the creepy crawlers living within her. Oh. The press conference shows up at the moment to catch Sybil's final moments. Yeah. So she called a press conference? I guess she yep. also like ran the place. Yeah, she was the PR person for for the wax museum. Uh it yeah. is not clear hmm. if the young black haired woman or girl on the cover is supposed to be Sybil Wicked. In the book, Sybil is suggested to be in her late teens and is described as having a patchwork face. So that might not be Sybil. That's actually really cool. I'm looking up the wiki for it. Yeah, there's like cool fan art of Civil Wicked being like, what is it? The, the villain from Wonder Woman where she had, what's her name? Like Dr. Poison or whatever. Like just a fake. Oh, yeah. 
or, or a boardwalk empire face. Like that's actually a cool idea. I think that is supposed to be her on the front. Yeah. Oh, she mean, is cool. I, yeah, who else would it be? Uh, uh, I want to know who Axel is. That guy sounds awesome. I, I'm assuming he. I'm just going to uh, take a wild he's, guess. He's this guy in Twisted Metal too. Um, <laughs> he's like attached to two wheels. God, he's always the coolest idea. That was my favorite. I actually would always play as him. He's just like screaming the game. whole time, just tortured to be. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's such a bad idea. Uh, a lot of these are just like random shits in the in the factory. Like one of these is. You and Liz hide under Sybil's bed, but then you hear Liz making unusual sounds. Uh-oh. When you turn toward the sounds, you are swallowed whole by a goo monster lurking under the bed. So there's also just a goo monster there. I, if you guys had not gone after Jake, I think you would have encountered all this shit. I mean, that also sounds really cool, but also sounds like a lot of frustrating dead ends for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Here's here. Well, I think that you guys took the best way. There was a good ending in the Sybil one, which is probably the not chase after Jake. But it looks like actually, you know what? It looks like either way you went, there was only one good ending for that way, and everything else is bad. So this is just a really hard book. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading like uh, her history. It says in one ending, it is revealed that Sybil Wicked was never human. She was a wax figure created by Doctor Izzy Wicked, which is a cool idea. Yes, Sybil was the Doctor's best creation until her disfigurement. In the same ending, Sybil gets too close to a suction screen, and her patchwork face comes off. If the reader doesn't have a mirror on them, Sybil steals their face. So you can pick up a mirror at some point, like a, a Resident Evil item. If the reader Dope. does have a mirror, Sybil will see her own hideous reflection and melt. That's cool. That's freaking yeah. cool. Okay. All right. In terms of like, vil- even though we didn't encounter this villain, in terms of like Goosebumps villains, that's actually an interesting idea. Yeah. All right. We did okay. I think you guys did good. Yeah, we did pretty good. Uh, we didn't have to make too many choices, but I think we made the right ones when it mattered. <laughs> yeah. Except, I mean, except, really, for, the- except for the one time when you, ha- when you weren't allowed to make a choice and it led you to death. By being cool, weekend- I feel like you should be rewarding the kids reading this book on the weekend with their You're valuable right. free time. That's what yes. I thought, too. I thought it was interesting that they were like, oh, you're spending your free time doing this? You're dead. You're dead. You fell off. But also, like, the ride also stopped. So it was, like, really the same thing just happened in a different way. Right. All right. It did okay. I thought uh, this one this one was okay. So all right. I was hoping for a little bit more wax stuff. Yeah. Not, not so much and being like, turned into wax, but. Also, if you're going to get into, like, the evil torture device chamber of it, maybe show um bad, weird stuff happening to... Well, I don't know, like another person getting turned into wax before your eyes, so it's well, scary or something. Isn't that what happened to Jake? Isn't that what happened yeah, to Jake? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah, but we didn't see him like get like de-skinned. I just wanted to see that kid just get like real tortured and stuff, you know? I want to see some Um I think there's a website for that, Chad. <laughs> it's called ja- Chad's Dark Heart. Is it called <laughs> It's called goop.com. Uh goop goop. Goop watching, yeah. Chad, goop Chad watch. likes to watch goop stuff. Goop oh watch. man, if you're, trying to, if you're trying to look up Gwyneth Paltrow's goop site, don't search goopfetish.com instead. Have you guys seen that, like, that thing that's on Instagram? It's like a fetish but not a fetish, which just like playing with gels. No, it just like pops up on, like on Instagram's like discover feed. It's not because I follow weird shit. Uh-huh. It's like a thing where you just play with like color. It looks like Gak, like that Nickelodeon Gak. Yeah. Yeah, but um, Beck just released a. It's like kind of a music video. It's just one of those like visual music videos where, um, like they just produce cheap. It's like a second tier music video, but it's just like kind of uh, one of those uh, satisfying images where people are tearing apart like Gak and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's 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 more. It's not so much 
a sexual thing as it is just like an ASMR. Right, a pleasure of all. I've seen a few though where I see people just like overlapping Jack over and over again. It's like something about this is like is vaguely sexual. Um, there is some satisfaction there. Um, maybe for some people. It yeah, is, like, I feel, I feel like there's something. Not to shame it. I'm just saying there's a fascinating subset of. I don't know. I guess I, I, I get I think, it. I think the, the, the business of the genre is uh, um, soothing rather than sexual. That's my take on yes. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, yes. hey, whatever. whatever but that, whatever that doesn't mean some somebody's not jacking it to gag out. <laughs> jacking the gag. If anything, it's just fascinating <laughs> that there's YouTube channels where you just see a lady's manicured hands folding gag over and over. And then, like, today we're mixing blue and red. Enjoy. That sounds very enjoyable. That sounds pleasant and just simple, like a simple pleasure for there, life. There, there's also those videos that it's like it's like a one of those like stress um, balloon things, like those little stress squeezers, yeah. and it's like it has written on it. It's like guess which color it is, and then scissors come in and cut it, and all this like gack shoots out. What? <laughs> you ever see those? No. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's like. Guess what color is gonna come out of this? What an interesting. It's just like another one of those things that's like people like to watch. You know what? Like I think there's we've we've I think there's like a recommended channel that comes up for me on Instagram that's like if you high or something like that. It's always like it's always like pleasure pleasing videos like that that are like weird or interesting and uh, I don't know why. It's oh, sorry, it's called slime, but... not get, but it's like all of this stuff. If you look up YouTube slime, it's now becoming like the toy channels are just doing slime videos. Yeah. Interesting. Because they're cheap. They're cheaper than toys. They're cheaper uh, than toys. I just Googled if you high YouTube. First one is just watch while you're high. The second one is this is great. A great title for a video. It says insanely trippy. And then in parentheses and in all caps, warning, boost your high. Oh, I see this now. Yeah. Boost your high. Uh, careful. Th- be careful. Be careful. I think. I'm thinking of an Instagram. Uh, no, a lot of these are Instagram high, channels. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if I can say real quick, uh, we called it. We were tastemakers. Have you guys noticed that like the internet, mainstream internet, is just now like finding out what Spider-Man Elsa videos are? Like, there's all these like articles in the last month or two. Oh um, yeah, dude. Oh yeah. On like on like Variety and like uh, and mainstream news of like. This is what your kids are watching. Do you know about this? Like they're all just now figuring it out way too late. That's the way it goes, man. Your kids We're are already cutting scarred. Edge. We We're on the bleeding ear. edge. We got our ear to the internet. You know what? And we've been we've been living on this edge for so long that you know what I'm gonna say? FCC, you can have it. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening. If you want to support the show, uh, there are numerous options. One of them is going on iTunes and leaving us a review. Uh, it's super and easy. You can make up an account on the fly because iTunes doesn't care, and it helps us get more exposure and go up the iTunes rankings. It means a lot to us. Uh, we're going to read you guys a few of our newest reviews that we enjoy. Uh, I have one from Alan Walkars. He says, oops, five stars. <laughs> And continues, this show is great and all, with plenty spooky topics and funny moments every episode. However, there hasn't been a new episode in ages. It's almost as if host Aaron and Chad have disappeared. Wait, this isn't Paranoia Shop. Well, uh, this is embarrassing. Scratch what I just said. This show has an amazing blend of young adult horror novels from the 90s and current topics of the even more scary past few years. It's a show that even me, some guy who was afraid to read Goosebumps as a child, can really enjoy. Doesn't hurt that the hosts have amazing chemistry with each other as well. Oh, Aww. thank you. And Aww, you know what? Nice. There'll be another paranoia shop in two to three years. Don't worry. <laughs> you know what's great about that comment? Yeah. Uh, besides the fact that they called you out on your show not coming out, is <laughs> is uh, that this person, Alan, was too scared to read Goosebumps, and I'm glad that we can give Alan 
a, a view into the Goosebumps world that he wasn't able to have as a child. We're showing you and warning you about what you missed, and also telling yes. you you didn't miss that much. Yes. That it wasn't scary. It wasn't. It and, really... and Chad, maybe maybe you haven't done Paranoia Shop because y'all have been compromised, you know? Oh, you got too close. fuck. Are you implying that maybe a certain organization got to us? Yeah, something called the FBI. Yeah, or the double FBI, the one that they don't know about. Like, the re- Yeah, the super FBI. Yeah, the shadow FBI, and they're like, the you FBI guys have been too I? deep. And maybe, maybe, I'm just saying, maybe I was given a, if you say anything else about us, we're going to kill you. And that's why we haven't done an mm. episode in a while. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. I don't know. I got one. I got one here from M. Hunter, 1992. Cannot get enough. Five stars. I love this podcast so much. I love how ruthless these guys are when they review the Goosebumps series. Because ever since I was a small child, I've been aching to hear people tear this material <laughs> apart. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Keep up the good work. You guys are all hilarious. I love to imagine. This one's great because I love to imagine this person sitting their book down, like folding it politely on their lap as like an eight-year-old and being like, one day someone will get this fuck. RL can't keep getting away with it. Someone's got to stop him. Someone will get it. Yeah, he was just like, you know, this just sucks and I wish somebody else thought the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) I've got one here by Scare Walsh and it says, if only you were around in elementary school. And they said, for all the times I pretended to read Goosebumps book and made up plots for my school <laughs> book reports, I finally have the opportunity to find out what actually happens in these stories I'd read so many years ago. I would like to hear what your made up plots nice. were because they might have made more sense than the ones in the books. I'd be very I curious. Would, I would love to hear them. That would be hilarious. If you yeah, ever that, find any of If those. you could actually contact us, let us know what some of those are. Get on the, uh, the uh, Goosebuds uh, subreddit there. Yeah, there's a subreddit. Yeah, go yeah, to the I would subreddit, to and if you join uh, Patreon, you can also go on our private Discord server and tell us there. Oh, man, guys, our Discord is is turning out so great. Like, everyone's real chill and cool and friendly, and people are sharing, like, Animal it's Crossing great. pocket It's camp, great. There's some like, good stuff on each other. It's just a real chill time. I'm really, I'm really glad the Discord of our listeners is, like, a real cool place. And it appears there's going to be a movie night oh. soon. Oh, yeah, I know. I love it. I really, I really like this little community. Uh, you guys are all great, but spe- especially people on our Discord, especially great. Yes, yeah, so we want to, th- and we want to thank out a special shout out to all our Patreon supporters. You guys are a huge help, and you've helped us make more episodes of this show. It's made it much, much more uh, easy for us to get together and make time for this show. Yes, thank you so much for supporting our little spooky show. A little spooky show. If you want to support, you can go to patreon.com uh, slash goosebuds. Uh, and you get actually bonus content. We do uh, monthly episodes of Camp Goosebuds, which we got to record a new one soon, where we just shoot the shit. It's like if we kept talking and didn't get interrupted by a weird book. Imagine that as an episode. Imagine that. If you can. It, it might be hard to picture us ever going off topic, but imagine uh, that for a whole show. <laughs> it's Yeah. Did you like the first 20 minutes of this episode? If you did, we got a show for <laughs> it's you. It's a new show called Just Hanging and Goofing. <laughs> uh what else should you check out you should check out uh paul you got your new uh space rpg series pretend yes, friends we have a new podcast called pretend friends and if you haven't we talked about it on the last episode but if you haven't checked it out it's worth a it's worth a listen it's uh it's a uh tabletop role-playing game that our friend kevin invented it's called space kings uh, and it uses cards and not dice so it's very very based on uh, improv and a lot of uh reading cards so there's some interesting 
play mechanics and like character arcs that happen in episodes. It's a lot of fun. It's very silly. It's a lot of you guys fucking up. A lot yes. of you guys really fucking up. Fucking up and then having to fi- figure out how to change, you know, change like our direction and what we were planning. It's great. It's pretty great. Uh, what else should you check out? Uh, Dom, you got Comfy Junior? Oh, you can go to ComfyJunior.com and make a purchase if you want to support my drawings and merchandise. I need to do, I have a night, a couple new ideas. I need to get to work on. Oh, yeah? I need to get started on something, something fresh. You know what I'm saying? Well, you got some good stuff there, though. The classics are there. The Mickle Mouse shirt. The See Me in Hell pin is there. It's great. It's some great <laughs> stuff. Paperback Paradise postcards, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm out of the enamel buttons, the pins. Anyway. Oh, you're, you're out of reeds? Yeah, I think I'm sold. I think I may be sold out of them, surprisingly. But there's plenty of stuff. Go check it out. ComfyJR.com. ComfyJR. Uh, what else? Uh, I'd say, you know, uh, two episodes of Unikitty have been leaked by Cartoon Network. You can watch them on the Cartoon Network app if you don't have cable, because I don't have cable. Uh, check them out. They're pretty fun. They are fun. In a, in a dark, harsh world, maybe you can enjoy this friendly, fun uh, cartoon for six-year-olds. It's a good, lighthearted little show. And it's and their episodes are super short. You could You could go watch it right now. And it's it, 11 minutes. Yeah. What else you got to do for 11 minutes? It's super quick. Super quick and fun. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Also, follow us on Twitter at GooseBudsPod. Uh, the subreddit we already talked about. Reddit.com slash r slash GooseBuds. Make your five calls uh, to the FCC. Make your five calls or threaten one of the FCC members in a way that won't get us arrested. Or yes, get, or yourself. Get some of that Ajit coin. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If someone wants to make a G coin, I'll buy ten dollars worth of it. I'll buy it. Chad will purchase hot human shit. Yeah, I'll have some hot human manure. Because <laughs> then he's gonna lose name. his job as soon as all of Congress knows that some dude in Congress bought a bunch of hot human shit. He's gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's our that's our mission for the uh, for the month. Join us, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And until next time, right. stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to go somewhere else, but that's perfect. That's great. That's great. See you bye. guys. Bye bye. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash goosebuds. Thank you to Asim Zaman, Stefan Jive Turkey Kuwabara, Planes, Trains, and Meowmobiles, Kale Clinton, SBS, Sergio Holguin, Patrick, <laughs> Tara Jansen, Tom, Aaron, can I get an amen? Andrew Jason Santos Jake Young Heath Robinson Jason Crooker S (laughs) Patrick Reynolds Scott Colopy Trent Davis Jacob Rackier Ya best pal Paladin Supreme Jellymans Tyler Lucas Kyle Billings Robert Moon Ryan Shell Poop Dick Tracy (laughs) (laughs) Stealth Bates Ryan Melfi, Logan Troiano, Yettisburg, Michael Knight, Pen Mask, Sarah Welch, Jack Frazee, Nathan Wainwright, Connor Church, Zachary Lawson, Zentacles, Lyndall Martin, Ronald King, Drew Applegate, 
Silo. Alistair Perez. Brian. Victor. Becca McWilliams. Slink me up, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Zambambino. Spencer Egard. Christopher McElvogue. Sven Stormbeard. Patrick Murphy. Ben Bohan. Chase Neiman. Psycho Master One. (laughs) Carly Sarnowski. Vincent Bodica. Aaron T. Strunk. Yeah, Nathan Remick. Chris Culver. Stephen Daniels in Patreon support. (laughs) (laughs) John Jimco Productions. Brandon Roudenbush, LLC. Fausto the Taco Druid. Brian Hopgood. Fangirling with Mel. Jennifer Britton. Eric uh, England. Afshin Motaleb. Bean Daddy Spook Boy. <laughs> Danky McStanky. Just like Hollywood underscore. <laughs> Sarah Kemp. YT Chan. Philip McKee. Zachary J. Boss. Matt Flanagan. Jobs. Grady Wakeman. The Rupal Productions. Mayor Negatorium. Yes. Joshua Lopez. Jordan Winkleman. Honk. Hi, Raposo. Martin A. Masias. Daniel Kalejas. Kenneth Tyler Birds. Madeline Volker. Jim Greaves. Jaluk. Natu Pearl Henderson. Christopher Boyce. Hollis Hornbeak. Somehow every time I get Turtle Mancer. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary James Boyce. Oh, did I already say his name? I feel like he's been said a couple times. Well, there's Christopher Boyce right above. Huh. Zachary J. Boyce, and then there's Zachary James Boyce. Well, he's on here twice. He he's gets, paid, the, he he's gets paid his name twice. twice. Different he gets twice. So nice, you donated twice. There you go. <laughs> Walter Frazier. Ryan Fisk. Ford Theater Reunion. Sean Lyons. Cameron Murphy. Paul Grasso. Ben Bueller. Michael McDowell. Nick Hayes. David Cron. Zang Keith. Dagger throwing knives. Whoa. I'm a Kevin. Joshua P. Robertson. Tim I. Healy. Ed Burdick. David Cole. Aaron Manchester. Beware and warning. <laughs> Mickey C. Dapio. Jared Mason. Kevin Boucher. Taylor Dierks. Jonas Blotterman. Or Jonas Blotterman, whichever one you think. Whatever you prefer. Matt Sadler. Nick Hinkle. Benton P. Brian Furniton. Fred Atkins. Nathan Dolezal. I like that name. It's a good name. Clayton C. (laughs) Paul, stamp of approval. (laughs) Mike Lanteri. Kyla Tharp. Buddy Morrill. Chris Birch. And Joe, insert wacky noise, Scott. Okay, wait, hold on, let me do that. Joe, Scott. (laughs) So wacky. (laughs) Ahooga, Scott. I got both. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. Thank you all for donating. So nice of you. Bye. Love yous.